welcome back to the Lift and Glow Fitness Podcast. If you enjoy this podcast at all, I would be so, so grateful if you could share this with just one person. Obviously, I'm a coach. My job is to help as many women as possible. And I need your help in order to do that. So if you take any value whatsoever from this episode or any of the other episodes, then pay it forward and send it to a friend who needs it. Honestly, it helps more than you will ever know. And I will be eternally grateful to you. Um, If you do share it with people, let me know. If you do listen to this and you enjoy it, let me know. You can find me on Instagram at PT. Welcome back to the Lift and Glow Fitness Podcast. Today, I'm going to talk about how to make losing weight easier. So I honestly feel like we like to make things harder for ourselves all the time. And I don't necessarily think that we're aware of it. Um, But I know that I used to make life harder for myself when I was initially trying to lose weight and trying to improve my confidence. I know that still a lot of the time I fall back into ways that I'm actually making life harder for myself. So I thought it would be um, a nice helpful episode for me to talk about ways that you can make losing weight as easy as possible now my suggestion is that you take on board what I say um I've literally worked with hundreds of women so I've got experience of loads of different people's lives different people's routines and obviously people's day-to-day lives can look very very different but I I think that these tips, these five tips that I'm going to give you um, will benefit almost everyone who is trying to lose weight. So the first one, and I feel like this was one that I never did and I didn't do it for a long time. I always wanted to change and I always wanted to feel more confident and I wanted to feel, I wanted to be a consistent person, but I didn't accept that things needed to change for good. I So this is the first tip, accept that things will need to change for good for you to change for good. So for you to get results that actually last and stick with you forever, you're going to have to accept that your life right now is going to have to look a little bit different to what it does. So you're going to have to change things. You're going to have to change your decisions. You're going to have to change your routine a little bit. You can maybe have to add more things into it. Maybe it'll be a little bit of a struggle initially, but you will settle into that new routine. You will find your flow. I think... A lot of women, and I know I really did slip into this, a diet or losing weight was just a temporary thing for a holiday and just something I did for a few weeks before a holiday. Whereas that's not how you get results that last. That's what keeps you stuck in the yo-yo cycle. So what I want you to do is try and accept that right now, if you're unhappy and you want to lose weight, you've got to accept that things that you are currently doing are going to have to change. It doesn't have to happen overnight. It doesn't have to be an overwhelming thing, but be okay with things changing. I never accepted that I could be someone who could eat healthy year round or be motivated to train year round. I was like a very on off type person because I didn't fully accept that I could be all on. I just accepted that I was this inconsistent person and it wasn't that I was inconsistent. It was just that I had never allowed myself. First of all, I never believed I could be consistent. So that held me back. But I never allowed myself to really build a routine that was going to work for me long term. So accept that things are going to need to change in order for you to see long term change with yourself and be okay with it. Be okay with that. You might upset some people saying no to alcohol or you might make people feel uncomfortable saying no to cake. 
except that you might have to make sacrifices when you're eating out four times a week. You might have to order the salad or the steak and veg some days. So just accept that things are going to have to change and don't feel bad about it. Feel positive and feel good about it. Be okay with it. The second tip is to let go of your restrictive mindset. So when it comes to dieting, I am well aware that most women, including myself, are like, well, have been like, well, I need to stop eating this. I've got to stop eating bread. I've got to stop eating chocolate. I can't go out with my mates. I've got to cut out alcohol. And it's also restrictive. And it's not, it, dieting is not inherently restrictive, but your mindset towards it can be. So if you're always feeling restricted, it's because you, you restriction is a feeling. So you're feeling restricted because you in your mind are telling yourself you can't have something and you're seeing it in like a, a negative way. Instead, I want you to try and think about adding stuff and increasing things that are going to add to your health, well-being and help you achieve your goals. So instead of, th- instead of thinking about all the things that you need to do less of, start thinking about what you can add more of and how that is going to have a positive impact on you and start remembering that you have a goal and yes that might mean that you have to drink a little bit less alcohol yes you have to make different choices when you're eating out if you're doing it a lot yes you might need to drag yourself to um the gym instead of going for a glass of wine with your mates um but instead of seeing it in like a oh poor me this is really restrictive and oh, i'm doing all this for this stupid diet instead think i'm really like this is all good stuff. This is all positive moves. And this is stuff that I'm happy and willing to do in order to help me feel my best, look my best, improve my confidence and reach my goals. It's a very different, although you're doing the same thing in both circumstances, you're re- re- reducing how much you indulge or reducing um, your your decisions and having to make different choices. Um, but the the mindset of it is different. So you look at it in a restrictive way, it will feel much harder. If you look at it in an empowering way that you've made the choice to do this in order for you to better yourself and become the best version of yourself and be the happiest, healthiest, most confident you, you know, that's a positive thing and it's an empowering thing. You're the one who's made that choice consciously to become the best version of yourself. So you are fueling yourself properly and adding all these things to your diet in order to do that. And yes, you will have to make some choices that you wouldn't make in the past that might feel restrictive, but you need to make sure that you're seeing it in a positive way and an empowering way. The third is to build a routine and a meal structure that works for you. So this this has come from a lot of the time when I'm working with clients, they're just mindlessly tracking their food and just doing and just basing it on what the app is telling them with regards to calories and protein. And they're not actually building any sort of structure and routine. They're just kind of winging it. And although they're tracking, when they come away from tracking, they lose everything that they were doing because they weren't actually using it as an educational tool. They were just using it as this like calculator type of thing. That's not how I see my fitness pal to be used. I see it as a way to create your own meal plan, as a way to create your own structure of eating, a way to learn about nutrition. So don't mindlessly track. Look at the calories, look at the protein, plan based on those things look forward rather than eating something then tracking it and going oh that was a bad idea um actually pay attention and 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 read what you are doing like take it all in 
and learn what foods bump that protein up, what foods are low in calories but are also really filling and nutritious, what foods increase that fiber. So build a routine and a meal structure based on what you learn from tracking. Now, you don't have to track. We can build a routine and we can build a meal structure without tracking. And we can do that by just sticking to set portion sizes um, and also like building a meal structure that works for you. So what I what I mean by this is like have a build a meal, a routine, a meal structure. So to build a routine, I would say try and eat at the same time each day. Obviously, you're going to be a little bit, it's not going to be bang on, right? It's 9.02. I'm going to now eat my breakfast. Like don't be so rigid with it because life is not like that. But try and have an idea. So it might not be a specific time. You might you might say, right, before my meetings start, I'm going to make sure I'm going to get a bowl of oats in. Um, whenever my lunch comes, I'm going to make sure, whenever I get a break for lunch, I'm going to make sure I eat, you know, at that time rather than chatting shit with me mates and scrolling on the Daily Mail. Um, so build, it doesn't have to be set times, but it can be like a set part of your routine and build a routine. So eating meals, you know, roughly around the same time each day or based on your routine where you are um, and and sticking to it as best you can and um, a meal structure that works for you. So some people like three meals and two snacks, other people like two big meals and a couple of snacks. And it depends on the individual. It's not for me to tell you. You have to eat this certain way. Some people like four small meals, um, but try and build a structure that works best for you. For most people, a breakfast before they leave for work, a lunch while they're at work, and then a dinner when they get home or an evening meal when they get home is ideal. And then a snack to tide you over in the afternoon and then potentially one in the evening works really, really well for most of my clients. So, but that 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 can change based on you. So what I'm trying to say with this is, you're the one who knows your routine better than anyone. And obviously getting a coach, this I like this is what a coach will help you with. They will help to educate you about the nutrition. They will help to see how things work with you, your schedule, your routine, and make suggestions for you to build your own routine and meal structure. So it's the goal is not to track forever and ever. The goal is to get some staple meals like you know in your mind and and be repetitive with it so building that routine of you know every breakfast I'm either going to have high protein yogurt fruit and granola or I'm going to have protein porridge and they're just the ones you alternate between and you always eat them at home um once you've had a shower and got dressed do you know like that like giving it a set time and giving it a place and just having a couple of meals to choose between so you don't get these constant decisions. What am I going to have? I don't know what to have. Oh, I'm not hungry right now, so I'm just going to have toast. Your body's really, really want the routine. And then um, same for your lunch, picking a couple of lunches. You know, for me, I always talk about, I literally just have tuna on a wrap or a sandwich or I have turkey on a wrap or a sandwich or chicken on a wrap or a sandwich and literally that is my lunch every now and again I'll have a baked potato but it's normally the same thing it's a sandwich or a wrap and I tend to try and have it at the same time each day or based on when I've got a gap in meetings same for even a meals just pick like a little menu of meals that you're happy to choose between for me I don't stick to set meals but I've got set protein that I buy from the butchers each week so I'm really routine with the protein that I buy so then I know what I'm eating all of the time so I might have minced beef but I could have a pasta bake or I could have a chili or I could have you know mince and roosties or whatever so it just try and build that structure you know get your protein bases and then build meals around them 
and try and be repetitive with them again rather than always looking for something different to eat. If you love a stir fry and you want to eat a stir fry every day, then eat a stir fry every day, but you can change the seasonings and the sauces that you use and that will keep it interesting. So build a routine and a meal structure that works for you. This is going to be really, it's going to make dieting so much easier than just going through the day and winging it. A protein bar here, a little sandwich here, a little a little protein shake here. Um, oh, I'll just have these packet of crisps. Oh, I'll just have this coffee and just winging it through the day. No, what are your breakfasts? When do you have them? What are your lunches? When do you have them? What are your evening meals? When do you have them? What are they consistent of? Protein, carbs, fats. Fruit and veg needs to be in there in each one. Build that structure and build that routine and it will be re- much easier to stick to long term. Our bodies love repetitiveness. Our bodies love routine. It makes it so much easier to adhere. So the fourth is um, have a more positive attitude towards exercise. And I know that this might be difficult um, because a lot of people just in in their minds are like, I just do not like exercise. I just hate it. And I've got to be honest, a lot of this is down to your mindset towards it. You're probably seeing it as punishment. You're probably seeing it as just the worst part of your day is something that's really hard and you're going to get sweaty and you're going to exert yourself. Don't think of it as a way of punishment. You need to start looking at it as more as a way to improve yourself. It's a real privilege to be able to go and exercise if you can exercise regularly, you are in such a fortunate position because there's people who can't exercise who re- would really love to. And my mindset was always, oh, I've got to drag myself to this fucking gym again. Oh, I've got to go and kill myself off with and burn off these calories that I've had today. Um, but that mindset was really unhelpful. It didn't allow or promote like a long-term sustainable approach to exercise. you got to kind of fall in love with the process with exercise And one of the things I had a client who used to come to the gym and she used to walk into the gym with a face on her going, oh, and like she was just a a mood hoover from the minute she went through the door, that came through the door. And she won't mind me talking about this because she's had a huge transformation with this attitude. She's just like, I just hate it. I hate all the exercises. I hate everything. She'd huff and puff her way through every workout. And it was funny to us, but. I realized that this was just going on and on. And obviously you're supposed to, when you get into it, you're supposed to start feeling good and feel the the uh, energized and feel those overall benefits. And her attitude towards it was really, really holding her back. Um, so I said a rule. So she came in once huffing and puffing and I said, leave the gym and don't come back in until you're smiling. So she came back in s- smiling, this stupid fake smile. But I don't know if you if you know this, but if you fake smile, your body will recognize that and you will become happier. Um, so force yourself to smile, force yourself to feel positive about it. Remind yourself of you are doing this to empower yourself, to improve your health, to improve your confidence. It's not a bad thing to go and push yourself. It's a really good thing because if you go and push yourself, you're going to get closer to your goals. So this should make you feel amazing that you are doing good for your own self and your health and your well-being. And if you have to force a smile and you have to drag yourself there, then you will always feel better afterwards. If you drag yourself through the workout and mope and moan and just a negative the whole way through, you're not going to get your most out of the workout and you're not going to get closer to your goal because you won't have worked to the extent that you needed to work because you'd just be whinging about it all. 
So have a more positive attitude towards exercise. Even if you hate exercise now, there is absolutely nothing to say that you can't love exercise in a matter of months once you get into the routine. The worst part is starting. The hardest part is starting. The muscle soreness, the feeling of being unfit, it's fucking hard. I'm not going to lie. It's hard, okay? And we know that. I know that. I've been there. I understand. But it does get easier. But you've got to carry on going. And it's much easier to carry on going when you have a positive attitude towards it than if you're just like, oh, for fuck's sake, here we go again. I've got to go and punish myself and burn off these calories because I'm a fat fuck. You're not a fat fuck, love. You just need to carry on going. You need to keep pushing yourself. You're not exercising to burn calories, okay? We need to get that out of the brain. It's not a punishment. We're not doing it to burn calories. We are exercising to improve our strength to improve our muscle mass, and then that allows us to have a better physique overall. It also has absolutely enormous impact on your health and well-being, your mental health and well-being. So you will improve your mood, you will improve your energy levels, you will improve your sleep. Appetite might even improve with exercise. Your habits, overall habits, and your self of your self-worth and your self-esteem will all improve with exercise. You're not doing it to burn calories. That is not why we exercise. You're doing it for everything else. And it's a privilege to be able to do it. And honestly, if exercise, if the benefits of exercise could be wrapped up and ground down and put into a little pill, that would be the most uh, prescribed pill in the world for depression, anxiety. Um, Though if, if, if uh, pharmaceutical companies could make money off exercise, then they would be. It is literally medicine. So see it as that and have a more positive approach to it is that it's helping you improve. It's helping you level up and you have to do hard things in order to level up and it will get easier. I get that it's hard in the first couple of weeks, but you know what? Quitting doesn't make it easier. If you start and stop and start and stop and start and stop, you are always going to be fucking sore every time you go to the gym. If you are a stop and starter, you are never going to get past the point of it being painful. You're going to constantly, like, you're going to feel sore, then quit, and then start again, feel sore again, and go, oh, here we go again, and quit. Whereas you need to push through those sore weeks. You need to push through this, this like, um, that that struggle at the start in order to get all of the benefits. So have a more positive approach to exercise. It is not punishment. It's an empowering thing that you are doing to improve yourself and your health and your confidence. Um, so change that attitude, change that mindset. And um, you know, we have a group, we have a brain that is very, very intelligent and we need to have a growth mindset. Just because you don't like exercise now, there is nothing to say that you are not going to like exercise if you stick at it. Okay, the brain is amazing, our bodies are amazing, we adapt very well. But walk in the gym smiling, walk in the gym like you're happy to be there and happy to be working on yourself, and eventually you will start to feel better about it. The fifth and the final one, and I couldn't miss this because if you've listened to me at all, you'll know I talk about this all the time. And I talk about it all the time because it had a massive, massive impact on myself. Um, And I see it having a huge impact on other people as well. And of course, it's sleep. (laughs) Make sleep a priority. Now, if you have for whatever reason, you're just unable to sleep as much as seven, eight hours a night, then that's not an excuse to not try at all. If you've got young children, if you struggle with sleep because of other reasons, 
Um, it's not an excuse to not try at all and not address it. We should be trying to get more sleep. You do not even, I mean, a lot of you will understand, but I did not understand the impact that sleep was having on nutrition, on energy, on mood, on exercise. Um, it, I, the clients of mine who really focus on sleep find losing weight so much easier. They find it so much easier because their mood is well balanced, their energy is well balanced, their hunger is so much lower when they sleep well um, and they train better and perform better in the gym, have more capacity to build muscle because they can work harder, they've got more energy. So whether or not you feel like, so even if you feel like you're someone who can survive off four or five hours, that was something that I used to say, by the way, oh no, I'm all right, I survive off four or five hours and then I'd live off caffeine all day. And I was an anxious, nervous wreck and I was in a bad, bad way physically and mentally. And I'd still say it. And it was only really when I learned about sleep and started focusing on it myself, I was like, what was I doing to myself? So you can't function on function on three, four hours sleep. You can't function well. And sorry to all you new mums. I'm not saying that you need to be perfect with this. Just try and go to bed earlier. When you put the baby down to bed, don't don't be doing housework and tasks that you don't need to do. Um, save them for nap time that when it's in the middle of the day. Instead, you get yourself to bed, give yourself a bedtime, make sleep a priority. And honestly, dieting is so much easier. It is so much easier. Your body needs to recover from the calorie deficit. It needs to recover from the training. It needs that sleep in order to get the most out of your journey and to make it as easy as possible for yourself. I notice a huge difference when I'm having poor sleep. Clients of mine notice a huge difference. I notice a huge difference in them. I can see when they are struggling. I can see on the app that when their sleep is low, they're snacking more, they're eating more sugar, they're not being consistent with the training, they're not lifting as heavy. Um, and then when we start working on sleep, all these things improve and, and life for them becomes much easier. So if you want to make, if you really want a secret to make and lose and weight as easy as possible, it's make a sleep, make sleep a priority. And that's not to say be perfect and have seven to eight hours, because I understand that's not always doable, but go to bed an hour earlier than you currently do. Give yourself a lie in if you're able to. Like, make sure that you are thinking about more sleep, especially, like, if you are someone who's trying to manage your hormones, if you are having a stressful time in work, um, or, like, you know, if someone's on a fertility journey or someone's struggling with bad PMS, any of these things, not just about diet and sleep, will help with all of those things as well. Um, So I can't, I can't, I'll, I can talk about sleep until the cows come home just because it's, it, I was sent over the edge by not having it. And I couldn't believe the difference in me from 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 focusing on it. So um, please, if you don't already like focus on it, stop staying up, watching loads of Netflix. Even if you think you're fine the next day, it will be having an impact on you in the long term. And if you are trying to diet, you're only making life harder for yourself by staying up late when you don't need to. So here's the five tips to wrap up. The first is accept that you are going to need to change for good in order to get results that are going to last for good. And instead of being, oh, fucking hell about that, instead be okay and happy about it. Accept that, you know what, eating two share bars of chocolate every day is not adding to the health, it adding to your health. So you're going to have to limit yourself and make one share bar last three days. But be okay with it, be happy about it and realize that this is your choice. 
this is your decision, okay? You can't feel sorry for yourself when you're the one who's decided to level up. The second is let go of your restrictive mindset. Think about adding stuff, like adding exercise, adding walks, adding fruit, adding veg, adding protein, instead of, oh, I can't have have wine. Oh, I can't go out and eat a carbonara four times a week with my mate. Oh, I've got to choose a high-protein option today because I ate out yesterday. Let go of the restrictive mindset. You're not making life any easier for yourself. Instead, remember that you're the one who's in control and be empowered by the choices that you're making and start adding more to your life and start remembering all of the decisions and stuff that you're making. It's not a bad thing. It's it's an empowering thing because you want to improve. So let go of that restrictive mindset and like the punishing mindset and instead think about like fueling your body well exercising your body for health and just think about all of the positive things that these decisions are the positive ways these decisions are impacting on your life the third is build a routine and a meal structure that works for you so have a find a schedule of eating that works for your routine find a meal structure and portion sizes that work for you and be repetitive and be routine with it um variety is not is not like an ideal thing for adhering to weight loss and a, a diet. So we want to make sure that things are really easy. We are limiting the amount of decisions that we need to make. We are eating on on a routine basis so that our body is feeling good and well well managed energy levels all throughout the day. So build a routine and a meal structure that works for you. And the best way to do that is using my fitness pal and learning from it or get a coach and let them help you do it because that is literally what they do. The fourth is have a more positive attitude towards exercise. So don't think of it as punishment. Think of it as a way to improve. So similar to the restrictive one, instead of restricting constantly with food, think about how you can fuel yourself with food and then have a more positive attitude towards exercise. It's not punishment. It is an opportunity for you to improve your health. It is an opportunity for you to reach your goals. It is the vehicle that you need to drive in order to feel and look the best that you could possibly want to be and also um, be the best version of yourself and the happiest and healthiest, the most confident version of yourself. Have a positive attitude towards it. Don't drag yourself to the gym moaning and then just like slack completely and don't even work hard. Be there to be a better version of you. Get competitive, get positive and have that attitude towards it that, okay, you might find it hard to get there, but once you're there, you're going to graft because... Um, that's what you're there to do. You're there to improve. So have that positive attitude, put a fake smile on if you need to. It will make the whole process much easier than dragging yourself there, moaning um, and bringing everyone else down, if I'm honest. (laughs) Um, And then the fifth is make sleep a priority. Give yourself a bedtime. Stop staying up late in a scroll hole or watching Netflix. Get to fucking bed. Honestly, I cannot say it enough. You might think that me time, sitting up late, watch, having a cup of tea, watching telly is like the best thing that you could be doing with your time, but it's not. Going to bed is the best thing that you could be doing with your time. Your chores, your housework, they can wait until another time. Like, get your sleep in, get shit, like, get them good sleeps in and stop having shit short sleeps, even if you think you can function. When you go into a diet, the most helpful thing is for you to manage your energy through sleep, manage your recovery through sleep, reduce your stress 
that the workouts and the calorie deficit are having on you through sleep and like your appetite that will be well managed through sleep if you sleep less appetite will be higher cravings will be higher so everything is easier when you sleep more and if you are someone who is a new mom or you struggle with sleep generally um if you're a new mom sleep when you can um try and make sure that chores are done during daytime nap time or just leave them <laughs> or ask someone to help you um and and try and get yourself to bed when the baby goes to bed um and then you're if you're someone who struggles with sleep like insomnia um or you're struggling with waking up all the time because of hormones or the menopause or stress try and address those things seek help seek support if you are struggling with insomnia if you are someone and stress affects your sleep a lot please speak to someone about it you don't understand that talking and talking to someone and addressing the stress and really taking action on it will 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 have a massive benefit to everything so i hope that was helpful five tips there for you to make losing weight easier if you want to know more about working with me then send me a dm on instagram it's at Haley bell pt and remember if you enjoyed this episode and any of the other episodes on the podcast then please make sure you share it with a friend because it is really helpful and obviously the goal for me is to help as many people as possible so you sharing will help me do that so enjoy the rest of your day i will see you all soon thanks for listening